You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. I'm Alira Potter, and this is Fill My Cup, Mamma Mia's podcast that makes you feel better. Today, I'm asking a big question. It's one you've probably asked yourself in times of crisis, when everything seems to be going wrong, or it's the question you avoid at all costs. What am I doing with my life? I know. Take a breath. It's confronting. I'm getting uncomfortable just saying it. Now, I want you to know that today's chat isn't about fixing your problems or making you feel guilty or telling you the five ways to get your life together. It's more like a conversation about those times when you really have no idea what you're doing with life. So to help me out, I've brought in Melissa Mason. She's a writer and podcaster on The Spill. And not long ago, she wrote a piece for Mamma Mia titled... Is it just me, or are we all having a life crisis right now? In it, she said, Lockdown sent us all on a self-reflective journey since, well, we had shit all to do with our time besides sit with our thoughts. It was like a little reprieve from the hustle of life, but now that's over, we're faced with a semi-normal future and what the hell we should do with it. Mal joins me now. I'm really excited to have you on here because I feel as though this is going to be such a good topic to talk about. People are going to walk away and I think going to reassess a lot of things. Your article spoke to me. I've like read it again last night and I was like, yep, yep, tick of the box. We're like the exact same human being. (laughs) But for those who haven't read the article, can you just give us like a little bit of a recap about it, about your life and what led you to having, I guess, this breakdown, if you describe it that way? Oh, yeah. I love to describe it as a breakdown. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm nothing if not dramatic. So everything is a breakdown for me. So (laughs) at the end of COVID, like a lot of people, because, you know, we had this, the great resignation Mm -hmm. where all these people were sort of questioning, like, do I want to work full time? Do I want to be in the career that I'm in? Am I getting out of life what I should be getting out of life, I suppose? And for me, I was like, I've been hustling like classic millennial, just hustling for like over a decade. I'm in the media industry. I was like an editor of a luxury digital title and really like burning the candle at both ends. And then I sort of got to this point where I went, is this really what I want to be doing? Like, do I want to be having crappy sleep and never exercising and like never really seeing the light of day. And so I went, I'm going to quit. I'm going to go freelance and I'm going to chase that work-life balance. And I got it. And then I was like, oh God, okay, now I have all this time on my hands. I've got all this freedom. I've got all this balance. What am I living for? Which is like a huge question to be confronted with. And one that I think a lot of us don't confront head on until we reach kind of like a point where there's nothing to distract us. And so for me, I grew up in church, like through my teens and my early 20s, I was really devoted to church. Like I was working in the church. I was like worship leading like nine to five 
aside from like a babysitting job, my life was dedicated to God. And then when I ended up leaving that, which is like a whole other story for a whole other day, (laughs) (laughs) I sort of left because I, you know, I really wanted to catch up, I suppose, on everything I'd missed out on Mm. when I was in church. And so then I threw myself into what I would call like a hedonistic life. And people say the word hedonism and it sounds like really chaotic, but really for me, it was just like party, 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 hooking up with people, traveling, like basically the pursuit of pleasure. Cause that's what hedonism actually is, mm. is just a life lived pursuing pleasure and pleasure only for yourself. So very selfish, but also come on, I'd missed out like you yeah. know, 10, 15 years of, of fun. So that ended. And so now I call it my tired era. Like I feel like it only really ended like a couple of years ago where mm. I was like, okay, I cannot physically go out anymore on a Wednesday night and like survive the week. And Mm. so, yeah, it would have only been a couple of years ago, probably around COVID lockdowns Mm. where I was like, you know what, I needed this break and now I don't think I can go back to that lifestyle anymore. And so I think it was really for me this like culmination of those years of hustling, but also having so much distraction in my life and things that I could focus on where I went, oh God, I don't have any of those things anymore. I'm pretty settled. I've got my work-life balance. What do I live for now? Mm. I'm a big therapy fan. Same. So my therapist was like, it sounds like you need to revisit what your values are. And I'd Mm. never thought about this, but essentially I had no idea what my values were. I was like, I don't know what my values are. What do I care about in life? Like I know things that I care about, but am I dedicated to them? Is that like the number one thing that drives me? Like it was a very confronting moment. And I feel like the values thing, I just want to talk about that, that values, like once you understand what they are and how you want to implement them into your life, it's like a game changer. Yes. Why do you think we are all feeling like this? Do we think it's like a social media thing? Do we think like the pandemic impacted us to be like, what the fuck do we actually want out of life right now? Oh my gosh. I think all of the above, right? Mm. Like social media, I have such a love-hate relationship with it. I find it so toxic for my life. Mm. And yet I also then find I'll have these moments where I'm like, I love the connection that this brings. So I'm like constantly in this push-pull, but I feel like distraction to me Mm is the number one reason that we don't have values because it's so easy in this modern world to just be constantly like, I'm watching this thing on Netflix and now I'm over here playing on my phone and now I'm like working and hustling and doing my side hustle and doing this. And it's so easy to fill your life with stuff that you never slow down and then you never have to confront like, what am I doing and why am I doing it? And I think lockdowns, we were all forced to slow down. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why we're now like, oh God, like I just had this period where I felt for a minute, like I wasn't just go, 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 go. And we went through that and it was just like, oh, let's just relax for a minute and like take a breath. But then coming out of that, all of the go, go, go is starting to come back into our lives. And we're like, wait, do I even want this? Like, do I want to be constantly on the run? And I think the answer is no, I don't think it was healthy for any of us. And now we're sort of questioning, you know, why we're always running around like a chicken with its head cut off. (laughs) I know exactly what you mean, because I'm just doing so much running around at the moment that I'm almost like, come back to your values, Alira, come back to your values, like slow down, do things for you and all that sort of stuff. But with your, I guess, realization, how did you align the lack of purpose to what you actually 
sort of value or your values in general? Well, I think for me, it's still like a work in progress because when my therapist asked me that, I was like, I literally do not know. And she gave me like this massive list because values, it's interesting because you think of values, right? And you think it's meant to be like family, travel, friends. They get so much more nuanced than that. Like it's like family, sure. But is it like that you value like children, like having children, or do you value having a loving partner or an extended family? Like family is really important to me. And so that was like a pretty obvious top one. Like, and I never thought about it though, but I I spend so much time with my family, with my parents and my sister. And I just did that because I like them. (laughs) But then when I was like, oh, like I value that connection. Mm. So I should come back to that when I feel lost and adrift, like come back to that. If I were thinking about like, I don't think I could live overseas permanently because I have that deep connection. And it does not mean that if you don't have it, that that's a bad thing. That's Mm. just my value. And so if I were like tossing up, say moving permanently overseas Mm -hmm. versus staying near my family, if I came back to that value, I would choose to stay near my family because I know long-term I would not be happy being away from them for a really long period of time. Yeah. But the only other one I have so far, I'm really like, I have not gotten very far with this, (laughs) is I love helping people Mm -hmm. and I get all my joy from writing is when I can write a story and I get someone in my DM saying, oh my gosh, this resonated with me. I finally feel seen. I feel understood. Thank Mm. you for articulating what I was thinking. Anything in that vein, it just like makes my week. And I feel like you would be similar because I get the sense Mm -hmm. from you that you like helping people is like number one. Completely. That's my whole job. Like that's what feels like up. But that's honestly like my driver is my purpose with my job is to help people on whether that's a social media level with the content that I'm putting out there, whether that's on this podcast by like helping people understand their values, like 100% totally aligned. But yeah, it's still a work in progress and I think that's okay. Like I think it's okay to start somewhere. Mm. I kind of feel like in this weird like limbo place because I'm still working it out. But even just knowing those two values has helped so much because when I'm choosing like with freelancing, if I want to go back to full time, I don't think I would choose a job now unless in some way it felt like I was going to be able to help people. And that could be anything. It could be mentoring other writers if it didn't have enough in it to fulfill that value. I just know I won't be happy. There's going to be people on here listening and being like, do I actually need values? Like, do I need to have these? And I'll sit here and I'll be like, yes, you do. I have my core values and then I actually have business values as well too. Do these people need values that are listening, that are questioning if they do or don't? Well, I think it's like, no, because you can function without them Mm -hmm. because I obviously did for a very long time. And I... I wouldn't say I was having a really good time when I didn't have values in that Mm. period, like the sort of weird period where nothing was of value to me. (laughs) But I would say I was functioning fine. I wasn't like depressed or Mm. like completely lost. It was more like when I actually slowed down and I didn't have all the distractions that then I felt unfulfilled. So I think you do Mm -hmm. need them to really tap into that core fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And I think most importantly, right, is like 
you don't want to get to the end of your life and be like, what was that about? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. I think we're all going to be a bit like, what was that about? Because what is life? But <laughs> I think, you know, the whole purpose of values is to just make sure that you stay on the right track for mm. what will lead to a really like lovely, full, rich life for you. Things that will fill your cup, right? Mm-hmm. And not anyone else's. And I think that's where they're crucial because if you live a life without knowing your values, you're so much more susceptible to just falling into what you think you're supposed to do, what other people tell you you're supposed to do, what society or culture is telling you is the right thing to do or like is what everyone else is doing. And that's, oh, that's me to a T. I'm such a people pleaser. And like, yeah, without values, I'm just doing what everyone else wants me to do. I'm the exact same. I guess for people who want to like tap into that, how do we begin to find our values? So I spoke to a psychologist, Mary Spillane, for the article, and she kind of gave a few questions that can get you started. So she was like, what is most important to me in life? When I feel content, what am I doing? I felt like that was such Mm. a big one because when you're actually feeling good and calm and like in control and having a great time, what is it that you're doing? Like, are you exercising? Are you traveling? Are you spending time with friends? Like, are you helping people, you know, et cetera. Mm. And the last one was who are some people I admire and why do I admire them? So all mm. really good questions to get started. And like I said, I feel like for me, like I'm not a psychologist, but my own personal journey with values has been that it just takes time. Like this is a big, huge question that you're asking mm-hmm. yourself and it's okay if it's a process and to just like I'm such a like, I need everything to happen right now person. It's so hard to sit with uncertainty, right? Yeah. It's like you have to get uncomfortable to get comfortable completely. Oh, yes. Uh What a line. Yeah, literally. (laughs) You mentioned before, like we're all human. We're still trying to figure out what our values are. But like, have you found at least like two to three that you sort of, I guess, live by when it does come to that work-life balance? Yes. So like I said, definitely family. And that's sort of starting to become as well. Like I live with my partner now, we've got a little dog. So that's sort of becoming like my other family as well. I'm really valuing, for example, like making sure I don't work in the evenings Mm. because that's kind of like our time together. And it's really easy when you don't have a nine to five job to just work at any hour. I sort of make sure like if I'm supposed to be doing like, you know, a shift in the evening, like I don't take evening shifts or work that would roll on into the evening because I'm like, no, that is like Mm. a dedicated time for us to actually spend together. But I think it's more like those big decisions for me. It's really helping me to just like reconfigure my time, I guess. Thank you so much, Mel. Oh, thanks, Angel. It's been so lovely to chat. How amazing was that? I definitely think I'll be going back and reflecting on my values. And I hope you guys take an insight away from this episode. Thank you so much for filling your cup with me today. You can listen to Mel on Mamma Mia's podcast, The Spill. If you love the podcast, why not follow us in your favorite podcast app? I'll be back in your ears Wednesday for a midweek pick-me-up. This episode is produced by Michaela Floriano with audio production by Rhiannon Mooney. The executive producer is Tia Usage. With unlimited access to world-class podcasts, stories, videos, and events for women, subscribe to Mamma Mia and feel seen and heard like never before. See you later.